and this is part two of our hit cookie love after lockup special featuring dominique benson (laughs) (laughs) so we're back and we are ready to do this love after lockup thing one thing i did want to say um for those of you who watched the first season of love after lockup there was angela and tony angela was out tony was in and Angela was basically like Tony's sugar mama. They are still listed as being on season two. They were literally on the first episode, haven't seen them since. So yeah. I don't know what happened with that. Okay, that's weird. It is weird. And I even looked yesterday just to make sure they had, you know, they, they can update yeah. the website. They're still on there. When? Because Bridezilla starts in March. And we in I'm not watching that garbage. Bridezilla is hilarious. Girl, if you want some good quality (laughs) kiki cackles, because these women on Bridezilla's are ridiculous. Like, they think they're Meghan Markle for real. Like, it is hilarious. Now, some of them, you know they're overacting, but some of the other ones, you're like, wow, she is serious about this. All right, let's start with some couples. We'll, of course, get to... The the, the, pew, the pew, pew, nuclear pew, pew, couple pew, at the pew, pew, end. Um, let's start with Clint and Tracy. Oh, Clint. Oh, Clint. Oh, Clint. Clint um, found Tracy on a website called meetaninmate.com. Let's pause right there. <laughs> After we found out this happened, we were at your house. Yeah. It, was a, it was a bunch of us at your house. And mm. we looked at meetaninmate.com <laughs> yes, and yes, it is a real it is a real site it is a real it's website real they have pictures they have bios yes, they, do. they all sound like they were working with a thesaurus of some kind mm-hmm. um and they're they're like filtered by age and they go up to they filter like by 60 70 they go they're filtered by age and about and also by the length of their prison term <laughs> cuz there are a which includes Forever. In, forever or indefinitely. indefinitely. <laughs> it was a couple that we saw were indefinitely. So, hey, you know, if you're, like, not into commitment or whatever, this is a good way for you to just have a relationship that you don't have to, you know, you have control of a situation when you go see them, when you talk to them, when you answer their their calls, calls or their collect calls or whatever. <laughs> now, the problem is if they get out that's and you weren't expecting that, yeah. then that's yeah. your bad. Yeah. Um, but Clint and Tracy. So Clint, this is his third marriage, okay? Wow, and Clint is not, in my opinion, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor. Clint is not working. He is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. He's not the most colorful yeah, crayon in no, the box. No, he's not. Okay, he's not He's not working on all four cylinders, six, right. eight. I don't really know about cylinders and cars, but... You know what I know about cars. You put the key in the ignition, it's you, supposed to go. You are an awful... You and cars are not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. You need to get married for that alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tracy was serving time for fraudulent checks and a parole violation. And so they had been talking for a while, Clinton and Tracy, as they do. And he was infatuated with her. And so his plan was when she got out, they were to be married the next day. And they were. Tracy... You could look at Tracy and see that she had a substance abuse. Oh, absolutely. Like there was an issue going on. And we we knew about the fraudulent checks. We knew she just she just wasn't she's not she wasn't quite right. Yeah. Now the rental Tracy left and took the rental car. Oh, hold on, let's get there. So Clint decided that he was going to marry Tracy. Now, sometime in between when she got out 
and he gave her his debit card. He gave her the debit card and, and, and let her loose with the car or whatever. He went and got a tattoo. Did he not? He had Tracy yeah, on his Yeah, he did. He went and got his tattoo. With, oh, yeah, that's right. And then he got ready for his nuptials that appeared to be in a bar, a local bar. It was bar. like a saloon. Saloon of something some like Something like that. Tracy, one hour went by. Two hours went by. Tracy was five hours late. For her own wedding. Yes. And Clint stood there the entire time with no doubt in his mind that she was going to show up. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely knew she was coming. He and was she like, did. She, and she did arrive. She did arrive. And she came looking like she had just crawled out of a dumpster. Yeah, she really did. And he thought she was beautiful. And, you know, he's goddess. That's what he calls yeah, he her. Yeah, he called my goddess. And you know what? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty and is in the eye of the beholder. God bless Clint and Tracy. However, however, they uh, went to, they left and went to a hotel, mm-hmm. and the car ride looked like a horror movie. It was it scary. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. And then he went and got her some crack. He got her some crack, you guys. Yes. So um, that's yeah. what Tracy wanted for her honeymoon was some crack, and he that's went and got it for her. That's a heck of a wedding gift. Then they went to sleep, and then Tracy left because Tracy's a crackhead, and that's what happens. And Clint had cried for about three or four days. Yes. And the thing I found so interesting was when Clint, like, Tracy left, and she left her ring, and Clint was like, that's encouraging. And I was thinking, actually, Clint, that's not encouraging because basically if she left her ring, she's walking away from this. She He, Clint said... He, she could have taken this ring, pawned it for money or whatever, and the fact that she left it was proof to him that she loved him, and I don't know what. Clint's I not really... Clint. God bless him. God bless Clint. Um, so where we are right now with Clint and Tracy is Tracy stole, mm-hmm. stole mm-hmm. $100 from his his wallet right. and the rental car. Yes. You can't steal a rental car. You cannot car. steal a rental car, because guess what happens? They actually make it your responsibility. <laughs> so now Clint owes $21,000 to whatever rental car company that is. And when Clint asked Tracy what happened to the rental car, Tracy said, and I quote, we'll just get into that later. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I left it in the parking lot. I don't want to talk about that. What do you mean you don't want to talk, talk about, about it? it? And um, Clint was talking to her from jail. Yes, he was. Because she was in print. She got picked up. Yep. Now, I'm a little confused. I got the impression that he... She got to, she went back to jail for um, violating parole, mm-hmm. but wasn't he talking to a, an attorney or something and he said, oh, well, she's out, but she hasn't contacted you yet. I think so, because he did go see an attorney and last name the, Hightower, shout out. <laughs> and he told him, look, we can annul this, you know, we, we can end this now. And, and Clint's parents are on board with that. Yes. And Clint's dad is just great. I love Clint's dad. Clint's dad. Clint's dad looks at his son. He just looks at him like, he's my idiot son. Yeah, he does. He looks at him like, my son is an idiot. Um, and, But Clint is still trying to make this work out. Yes. So while he was talking, the la- latest episode was yesterday, mm-hmm. and while he was talking to Tracy on the phone, he finally got a hold of her after six days, seven days. It was like six or seven days. <laughs> He's still, instead of him being like the rest of us, like, girl, I'm done with you, you know, an old cut off, bye girl, whatever. He's like, you don't, 
you're not trying to divorce me, are you? Yeah, that's what. And to which she said, divorce is not in my vocabulary. It's not in my vocabulary, of course not. But in that same conversation, she kept asking him, why would you want to be with a person like me? I, I don't I don't know how to not break the rules. I'm a, a messed up party girl. I'm not I'm not sure why you want to be with me. In the words of Keenan Ivory Wayne's oh. message. <laughs> So that is Clint and Tracy. Any any last words with, about Clint and Tracy? Or are we, Paul Clint. You know, there's a part of me that just kind of wants it to work out just for Clint's sake. I do too because I don't. I think if this falls apart, I, I'm comfortable saying he will fall apart. He's already falling yeah, apart, that's true. That's true. and they're still. And she's promised him over the phone. Oh, and Tracy uh, got interviewed while she was in jail, <laughs> and he because you know. Clint got her name on his forearm or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So she has gotten a prison tat of Clint. Clint's name on her ring finger. So it says the word Clint, Clint. on her ring finger. Yeah. That was done with ink and shampoo. Yep. Because Tracy is very for she's very forthright about what kind of item she uses in jail. Absolutely. For eyeliner and makeup yep. and now tattoos. Yes. And she in her orange jumpsuit with her with her hands handcuffed to, to her chair. But but to her like yeah. waist. Yes. She is just bubbly, giggly I think Tracy's on something. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Moving on. Now before we were talking about like how Growing up in a family home that's not very peaceful, you don't really see a good example of what relationships can look like. And this reminds me of Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Caitlin's Absolutely. mom was an addict, mm-hmm. and I don't rightly remember her discussing her father at all. No, I don't think she did. So, anyway, um, Caitlin ends up meeting a 28 year old guy who is in jail for. The third time? Second time? I think his mom said at one point, like, fourth. So I think that was implying if he went again. So maybe that was the third time? I'm just going to say Matt's been in and out for a minute. Yeah, Matt's been out for a lot. And um, Caitlin has said out of her mouth that she's not, she doesn't do the drugs. She's not into drugs. She hates drugs. She hates drug addiction. But she has... Pursued this guy who's a meth addict. Right. It's almost like the thing that you're accustomed to in your life, even though you may say you don't want it, you end up doing it anyway. Exactly. You know, it's like. And Caitlin is just a kind of a sad little waif of a girl. I feel bad for Caitlin. I love her hair color, but I feel bad for her. Is it red? It's red. You yeah, know, I, I do like red. red. I, mean, I, I like red as well. Yeah. Um, shout out to Harry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> She goes to pick up Matt, and from the very beginning, it is tumultuous. Like, they send her down the river, through the woods, across the way to go get Matt, and then Matt said, what did they say? They said they're going to release him to the people. To the the, the community. (laughs) They're going to release him to the community. She went, she took, she drove a car to the jail to pick up this man that she has been talking to, Mm -hmm. and... The guard said, we're not going to give him to you. If it wasn't like his mom or someone who was authorized, maybe she wasn't family or on the short list or something. I think she may not have been authorized to be 
The way I took it was she was not authorized to be on the grounds or that right, location. Right, because they made her leave. Because they made her leave and go down the hill to the little rest stop, which I guess was the community. She said, is the community down the hill? <laughs> and, then, and the police officer was like, well, yeah, go down the way down the hill. No, it was really kind of weird, though, because she goes down the hill. And she's just kind of parked there. Yeah, she's and just then here there. comes... Here comes one of the authorities, yeah. and he's just like, hey, hey, follow me. Psst, psst, come here. Hey, follow me to this place. And it's like, what are you guys doing? I mean, it was like it was G14 classified. <laughs> All right, now look, this is what we're going to do. You go down the hill, I'm going to meet you, then you come pull behind me, and I'm going to take you to the correct location. And then we're going to the release him to the community, and then you're good. <laughs> but they released him. To her. To her. Exactly. At the to gas her. station. Yeah. So I don't know what that was all about, but they did. He seemed very happy to see her, yes. vice versa. Um, we all saw at this point that Matt's missing a tooth because mm-hmm. Matt's Matt's a hell of a drug. And um yeah, so they get in the car and um I don't know where they were going. They weren't going that far away, but they couldn't make it that far. And so they sat, they they park randomly on the side of the road. In the woods. And they go into the woods and... Get busy. Get busy in the woods. Yeah. Because... The first two standards. episodes of this show, I saw more than I needed to see of Caitlin's little body. I'm good. <laughs> she was getting undressed and I'm, dressed quite a bit. She had the hardest time keeping her clothes on <laughs> in the first two episodes. I was like, Caitlin. You know, I, I'll give Caitlin this. this. She's very comfortable with her body. She is comfortable <laughs> in her own skin. And that that is a great thing. I, yeah, I wish I could be more comfortable. I wish I could be comfortable like that, too. Well, not like that. But, you know. No, she was, like, in the woods comfortable. Yeah, like, I don't she know was in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they go move into, surprise to Matt, they go back to his home where Caitlin has moved with mom. So Caitlin, who has nowhere else to go and no responsible mother at this point, um, Matt, who has f- is fresh out, fresh, goes to live with mother, Matt's mom, who is unimpressed. She's been here before. She's done this before. She's not surprised. Like, she's just rolling her eyes and whatever. I got the impression that she was just waiting for him to go back. Yeah, I, I I still get the impression that mom is like any day now. And at one point she said to Caitlin, you know, if you can do better and keep him out, I'm for it. But I don't want you to get your hopes up because I've been through this several times before. And technically at this point, like this is Caitlin's only. I mean, right. So the, right. this is her only like it's it's just it's very sad. It is. And Matt does not seem to have the mentality of wanting to do better. He has more of a, this is the way that it is. He even said he's never thought about having a job before. He's got a problem. Caitlin said he's got a problem with authority and mm-hmm. they took him to go get a job and what happened? Right. He did not like it. The guy wanted him to pour some paint in a bucket and he was not going to pour that paint to that bucket because it was going to ruin his shoes. And the guy made a good point saying, hey, if you had a job, you could buy more shoes Shoes. because you would have income and Matt just kind of flew off the handle and that was the end of that. And Caitlin has spent the majority of her time trying to get him to adult, (laughs) right? Like to get a job and to get his head in the game. And Caitlin at this point does not have a job either. So she's also needing work. Right. And here's mom doing their laundry. You know, folding Caitlin's teeny 
Pantaloons. You know, after I finished college, I did live at home with my parents for a while. Me too. But I was doing something. I was working. I was in graduate school. Yep. If I really believe if I were just in the house, there would be no way I could be at peace with myself, knowing that I'm living at this location with my parents rent free. And I'm not doing anything. I've just always had this. I, I've never understood people that I live with my family, but I'm not going to do anything. And Matt even said that, you know, in jail, they don't give you your clothes all nice and folded like you do at home. Like, why would I want to leave? You know, he didn't have that, you know, 28 male mentality that I feel you should have of wanting things on your own. I'm not going to go into like this whole toxic masculinity thing. No, I don't I'm not, I well, I'm not trying to go that extreme. That's a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> I, I don't want to go that extreme, but I am saying that after a certain time, like if you especially if you have a girlfriend or somebody you want to marry, this is a point where you need to get off of your butt and make a life for the two of you. Right. And I mean, both of you can do that together. It's a partnership. I'm not saying the man has to carry all of that. But Matt is trying to have this girlfriend that he has proposed to with a flower ring of some sort. He's made a ring out of a blade of grass. I don't know what was happening there. But, you know, he's already committed to this girl and he's still living at home. How? I don't understand how that's supposed to work. I, it doesn't. It, it won't. It's not. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not. So one of the last things that we see a couple of episodes ago is this is another mentality that gets on my nerves. I cannot stand a guy who's always like, I deserve rest. I deserve to go out. Most of the time, those type of guys don't ever do anything. They're the guys who are always like, I deserve to sit down and have a beer and hang out with my friends. I deserve that. Most of the time, those guys who are saying those words are guys who don't do anything. Yeah. You know, in order to vacation, you have to do some work to have a vacation from. Exactly. If you're not doing anything, then what are we vacationing He is for? opening his third beer at 11 o'clock a.m., sitting in a lawn chair on their front yard, talking about he deserves the rest. From what? I don't know, because he's been out of jail for a week. Right. What are you resting from? What are, what are you resting from? Now, I, I, I'm... I understand that when people have been institutionalized, it does take a minute to get reacclimated, to get your ducks in the road, to get a job, to get, you know, income and have like transportation. All these things I understand, but he not he wasn't doing any of that. Yeah. Just like when um maybe I'm doing a segue, but when Brittany first that she was released, she just wanted to sit in some quiet. Now I understand that. Right. I understand when you've been in prison and you're used to noise, you know, constantly constant noise, constant chaos, screw, chaos and, yeah. then I get, you know, sometimes the most relaxing thing I can do is just sit in a quiet sit room, and be still. just sit and be still and just just have quiet. Yeah. And I understand that. But now, you know, you sitting in on your tuchus all day, thinking, saying you deserve and you deserve to rest. you haven't done any work. What are you resting from? What are we resting from? He had a golf, he had a a golf club that he was <laughs> just swinging around outside. <laughs> like he weed. was eight years old. He he called himself doing some yard work, but I don't know how effective you're going to be with you know a nine iron or a whatever. Nine iron doesn't cut. Grass. I don't know. Nine iron doesn't cut grass. And Kate, they're not doing anything. And so Caitlin is looking at 
dresses and rings and apartments. And I think the whole Twitter community was trying to figure out with what money. Now, Caitlin did get a job Good. for a temp with for a temp with the temp agency. Okay, see, so she is attempting to do something. So there, there's income. Okay, but she wants Matt to bring in income. She wants as a partner. Well. Yeah, not she wants a, a dependent, partner. which right. is what she has right exactly. now. Exactly. And then Matt has a friend who is the most discouraging, negative. Now. I just don't get this guy. He's just very negative about Caitlyn and why are you doing this, all this for this girl, and I don't think y'all should be together. He's just a really bad influence, and this is a guy with a job. He yep. just doesn't really seem to be... Now, I think that he did hook up Matt with that job interview. Yes, he did. That Matt completely bombed. bombed. So he did do that. I'll give him that. But otherwise, he's not really into this whole you-got-a-girl thing. Matt was at least level-headed enough to say, you know, this is the only girl who's ever, you right. know, I, rocked with me this long while I've been in prison. She's the only person who's, and I'm assuming he's including the guy that he's talking to. Mm -hmm. He's She's the only one who's called, she's called me the most. She's come to visit me the most. So, you know. And that brings us back to the point of be careful of the company you keep. Yeah. You know, because it's amazing how many times you may have a great idea and you may want to do something different that may go against the norms of your social circle or something that your social circle doesn't do. And if you don't have supportive friends and family, you know, then you can just fall down the rabbit hole of mediocrity and not understand, you know, why is it this person has gotten this and done this? And, you know, you can't let other people destroy your creativity or keep you from doing what you need to get accomplished. And honestly, I don't know Matt's friend. He could be the best he friend could. ever, he but could. the way this is edited, it's edited it makes make him it, seem like he's a jerk. It does. He's and it jerk. also makes him look like one of them guys who'll get Matt in trouble and then throw him under exactly. the bus. Exactly. So I'm just like, you want Caitlin or you want this friend? I don't know if you're going to be able to have both. Right. Now, and you know, in the perfect world you can, but on top of that, Matt seems to be slipping back. Yeah. So we hope we hope that Matt can get it together because yesterday's, the most recent episode, we found out that Caitlin's mother passed away right. in her sleep. She had right. a headache and she went to bed and that was it. Mm. And Caitlin is beside herself. She says she feels like an orphan. She's already lost two so or three relatives in the last couple of years. Yep. And so literally, sadly, Matt is all she has left. And I feel, I feel sorry for Caitlin. I really do. Yeah. Come on, Matt. Don't let us down. Don't let her down, Matt. You can do this. Because, you know, he'd be doing himself a service as well. If right. he can collect himself and get himself together and help Caitlin. But, you know, honestly, that is a tall order. That is a tall order. I mean, just like based on his history. Based on his mother. Right. <laughs> um, you ready to move on? Yes. Let's move on to Marcelino and Brittany. Control. Um, again... Marcelina wrote Brittany on meet um, an inmate.com. This is the thing you guys like go it look is, at it. it. I you encourage really, you to go look at it. It's, please do. It don't. Is. Now, when I say encourage you to go look, that's all I mean. Go look. Don't be mm -mm. writing emails and don't getting write, involved no, and no. sending money. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just look Just at this. Look, I want you to see this for yourselves. I was kind of blown away. I mean, it is a real thing. It's not like some underground. It is a managed. Yes, it's it like is. a. It's a real site. It's like really managed. Is it managed by like the prison? 
or it's mandate like they're allowing them to do this I, yeah they're allowing them to do this that's a good question I, I don't know I do I will say this this is a part of my, my just my empathetic side just because you're in prison first of all doesn't mean that you actually did anything wrong there are right. a lot of people who are there who should not be there or there are a lot of people who should be there but not for that long like, maybe you only need to be there for, like, a year, but for whatever reason, because of the laws, you're there for, like, 14 years. Like, you're there unjustly. Right. And I do think that, you know, being cut off from the world, it's just not good. It's not good for you. And maybe no. in some circumstances, it works out for you, especially if you were, well, I was going to say drugs, but drugs are in jail, as we'll find out from Liz, as we found out from Lizzie. And I think a lot of times... In prison, you can be rehabilitated. It's not the our our prison system is not the best because you know if you look globally, there are a lot of systems where they're actually teaching people trades. So when they get out of prison, they can do something. Our system, we really we don't rehabilitate, we don't rehabilitate and we don't enrich. Right. So we just you know, punish and then we put a stigma on. Right. So for those people who are in prison, they can come out and make a better life for themselves. But it is very hard and you have to you know have the stamina and endurance to do it and a lot of people I think I don't want to say they don't have it but they don't know where to start and they get frustrated and they just say you know it's easier to steal than it is to try to go to job after job after job to be told no or use the person that you met on meet an right. who you know is kind of a guaranteed support exactly. system for you even if you don't want to be with them yeah just hey they're giving me stuff. They're making sure I eat and have shelter. I mean, is it easier to work for the money or have somebody give it to you? Right. Yeah. So, um, Marcelina and Brittany. Well, Brittany first came onto the scene on this show. I thought Brittany was the most level-headed person in the entire cast. Mm -hmm. That was before. She got a little... We were, we're getting a little sketch think, now. Yeah, we're in a weird space now. But before, she just seemed to have taken responsibility for what she did. She... She just seemed to have kept who she was as a person while she was in jail. She didn't seem like she was going to go back to jail. Right. Um, she has a child. She seemed to have a, a really good, healthy relationship with the child. We saw that they, you know, reunited and the kid knew who she was. Yes. Loved on her. It was mm -hmm. not a weird situation no. at all. As, you know, as yeah, we'll talk yeah, about with yeah, somebody yeah, else, yeah, which yeah. is not so great. Um, I think Brittany is 27. Marcelino is 40. Yeah. Um, Marcelino, who is the guy who met Brittany while Brittany was in jail, it, he comes across as a, a very controlling, very... Yes. Um, um, Latina... Tina Turner and I, uh, yeah, but, but he doesn't he doesn't put his hands on. He doesn't her. hit, but he's got that kind of controlling. I you know Tina, you are gonna do what I tell you. Do. Yeah, um, I think that Marcelino. I think his intentions are good, but I think his execution needs work. Terrible, it's terrible. You can't. He's got a misogynistic yes, kind of side, which yes. is very interesting because Brittany identifies as being bisexual, right? And he's already come out saying that you know women can't do for other women like a man can do, and regardless of what you and I think, like yeah, what our what our take on it is, Marcelino was doing too much. He was. He was. I didn't like how combative he was with her friends. Everybody. I mean, like every friend, and everyone, 
you know, even when you are in a situation where you're in prison or you're in a mental health facility, anytime you're institutionalized, there's a possibility you will make friends. And every friend that Brittany has introduced Marcelino to, he has been a jerk to. Including her baby's father. Brittany yes. has a a young son, maybe two or three years right. old. Right, he's, he's little. And Marcelino even said, you know, we got a little issue with baby daddy. It's like he's he's there for life. Yeah. He's and, there for life. Yeah, and I'm thinking, how can you have, you know... How can you have an issue with someone that you don't know? Well, we talked about that. We, you can have an issue with somebody, but he just comes off as so... Not com- a rational. No, not, it's not rational. Yeah. It's just automatically he's ready to be combative. You know, you're ready to pull a, you're ready to pick up a knife and fight for a person who just said, hey. And he's and the, to watch the scenes with him meeting other people is so cringy. <laughs> cringy. Because he's just... He's ready to fight. Yeah, he's, like, he's just on. so difficult and just antagonistic for yes, no yes. reason. And here Brittany is trying to be level-headed, and Marcelino is over here just doing the most. Yes. The most. So, um, as I, I texted to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. As much as Marcelino talks a good talk, mm-hmm. Brittany does whatever she wants to do, and Marcelino rolls with it. Yeah, he just goes, he just goes with it. But I have new sympathy for Amanda. I do have a sympathy for So Amanda. Amanda is, was she in prison with? She was in prison with Brittany at some point. And they while were they were in prison, they were um, intimate yes. with one another because yes. of the bisexual thing. And so Amanda wants to be with Brittany. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want Brittany to be with Marcelino. And Brittany wants to just everybody to be friends. And so she keeps bringing Amanda around Marcelino, which is not a good idea. It's not. And um, I mm. just, I feel bad for Amanda because when you hear Amanda's take on it, in her mind, she was under the impression that once Brittany got out, they were going to be together. Yeah. Brittany never, they they never. They never. Broke, court, officially broke up. Right. That's what her friend Sasha said. Is Sasha? I don't know. Well, one I of her friends said. People. Actually, you know, the one who got Brittany, kicked out. That was that was Amanda. Two, they kicked out two people. It was okay, Amanda, Amanda and her friend. friend. Yeah. So her other friend that was there, Sasha, I think. You know, she told Brittany at one point, Amanda was under under the impression that y'all were gonna be together. So you never officially ended that with her. So Amanda, um, imagine Amanda's devastation. Yeah. To when find Brittany out. tells her that she's pregnant with Marcelino's child. Right. It's at this point where I feel like Brittany is being a little messy. Brittany's being a little selfish. But Brittany wants both. Like yeah, she's gotten can't. to the point now where she she because she takes up when she's with Marcelino, she takes up for Amanda. When she's with Amanda, she takes up for Marcelino. And so she finally just tongued down Amanda, mm-hmm. tongue in mouth in front of Marcelino. And I thought he was going to explode, and he didn't. He just sat there. He was like, all right. He was like, like, I don't really want another lady, another woman in my bed right now. But, you know, it's, there wasn't a lot of. No, for all that yakety yak, it wasn't much action. Not really. I was kind of like, because I was sitting there like, ooh, this is going to be good. And no, he didn't do like, anything. Just like, so uh, that was that was something. So, anticlimactic. So Brittany has taken this pregnancy test. She has just told Amanda that she is pregnant. Marcelino does not know yet. And that's where we are with that couple. That's where we are. Um, so we shall see. We shall see. Um, let us go to 
I don't think we really hashed out Scott and Lizzie that well. Let's go back to Scott and Lizzie. Yes. Scott and Lizzie. Okay, so Lizzie was in jail for... What wasn't she in jail what for? What wasn't she in jail for? Was she for? in jail for Fraud, drugs? Or drugs, forgery, uh, forgery. She was in jail for a whole bunch of things. Lizzie, short explanation, Lizzie's a gold digger. Lizzie all got that pimp hand strong. All, all she does is she just has tricks. And she admits that. Like, that's her by her right. own admission. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. Now, we know about meetandinmate.com. And we actually all were looking at the men. We didn't really look at the no, women. So didn't. I don't really know what their pictures look like. But Lizzie's pictures were were porn, porn adjacent. Absolutely. Like, I mean, we're right on the tip of the porn street. Some of it was just like naked, but she yes. had like maybe a, like a towel or something yeah, draped over her. Yeah. She is, <sighs> but the men responded, and she made up to how many thousands of dollars? It was like it was like she made eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred. It was some. It was stupid. it was some ridiculous amount of money. Guys, stop sending your money to rogue random women. I don't <laughs> sh- listen. Don't let the woman tell you. Make make a better deal, okay? Just she don't needs money it. on her books. If she needs money on her books, that's not your problem. And she, her mama didn't send her yes, her yes, monthly whatever yes. or her phone. I don't know how prison works, but you got to send them money for stuff. And um, I was a little confused about like, oh, so she did a lot of this money that she got was for drugs. Yes. So she was just like doing drugs in jail, which, you know, when I was a teenager, I thought that was crazy because of the whole reason you're in jail is because you did drugs and they don't have drugs in jail. But clearly they do. Clearly they do have drugs. In jail. Um, so there was a Scott who is sending her ended up sending her ninety thousand dollars. He is and going into debt over this woman. Right. Um, basically was funding her drug use while she was in jail. And Scott. I feel bad for Scott. I really feel bad for Scott. You can tell that Scott does like Lizzie, does love Lizzie, but also Scott is just, I think Scott has given up and he's just like, I'm just going to pay a woman to love me. There's a woman who is incarcerated, so she can't run from me. Right. She loves me. I'm paying her money and I know that she likes me because I'm giving her money, but I feel like this is an investment. And when she gets out, she's going to return the investment by being with me. And that's not what happened. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, her daughter, Jasmine, is very into her having her own life. Lizzie's daughter is saying, Mom, get a job, get focused, get your own life, and let's just be mother and daughter. I don't, there's a lot of hate for Jasmine on Twitter, and I don't understand wow. why. I don't, I don't know why. Hmm. Jasmine seems to be making a lot of sense. Now, maybe it's her attitude it or her be. tone that could. That could be it because she can be a little rude or snide or whatever, but what she her content is good. She's exactly. basically saying, Mom, stop having men pay for everything. You have to get a job. Why can't you and I be together? Because Jasmine is 19, and I'm under the impression that the majority of Jasmine's life... Her mom's been in prison. Yeah. Yes. And so Jasmine's making clear sense to me. Absolutely. As is... Um, Scott's son, who is also Jasmine's age. So Scott has a son. Lizzie has a daughter. They're both 19-ish. Yes, 17, yes. 18, Adam, 19, I think, 19. is 19. Adam. And Adam is basically saying the same thing to his dad. Dad, you've given this woman all of your money. She, it's, doesn't look, it's not looking good. Can we just pack up our bags and go home? Yeah. Can so we the just... kids are making a lot of sense to me. The kids are smarter than the parents. But um, 
Scott's just desperate. And I mean, he even said, why don't, well, I just want somebody to love me. Like he said that. Hmm. And she talked a big game when she was in, oh, you're my sweetie baby honey, as they do with tricks. Yes. And when when it was time for her to come out, she's a new changed. She's She's been saved and she's a Christian. She's a Christian woman now and she's a virgin again. <laughs> and, you know, she wants Scott to buy her a house and a car. But, you know, can they have like a four bedroom? Because... There's gonna need they're gonna need a place for the kids to stay and she doesn't she's not really comfortable staying in a room with him right now. So, you know, because she's virginal now. But yeah. continue to give me money, feed me, support me. He just bought her a car and her license is revoked. Right. She can't drive. And she was driving crazy in that in that video anyway. <laughs> she was doing that East Forsyth driving. All oh, shout out to East Forsyth. Yay, Eagles, what yeah. up? And I'm just, I'm a little confused about Scott is, he's desperate. He is. He is. And I feel sorry for him because I feel like he deserves better. Now, everybody's giving him a hard time because he's acting stupid. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he, I mean, think about this. If I've invested that much money at this point, I'm probably going to fight for it. I'm probably not just going to be like, oh, well, yeah. 90000 down the drain. 90 and down the toilet. And, you know, she's. It's weird because she's saying the right things, she's doing the right things to satisfy him, but she's doing it in such a hesitant, reticent way. He asked her to marry him, and she was just like, ooh, I don't know, maybe, I just, mm, I guess. And he was like, is that a yes? And she was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was, I was thrown by that. Fellas, or who, not just fellas, but when you actually ask somebody to marry you, if there's, if they seem on the fence with it, it sounds like the two of you need to stop and have a conversation before you go any further. Now, it's different if she was surprised or yeah, right. taken aback and shocked right. or whatever, and y'all know that y'all have a good relationship and you love and you love each other and y'all have already had this discussion, but sometimes... I mean, Lizzie did not seem like she wanted to get married to Scott at all. No, she didn't. She did. She was like, you know how I feel about commitment and how scared I am? And he was just like, but I'm trying to get you to love me. And she was just like, I mean, you all right. It was a lot of him and home. It was a lot of him and And what's funny is I think I when I was looking back um, on the list of episodes, I think the episode is called She Said Yes with a question mark. <laughs> They are, they are, oh my gosh. They're so shady. They are so shady. So as of right now, as of as of the, our latest episode, Lizzie has gone forward and she's looking for wedding dresses with her daughter who is yes. rolling her eyes yes. and saying this is the worst mistake of her life. Yes. And Lizzie, you know what's funny is Lizzie, she is kind of honest though. She was like, what else am I going to do? He already has the money and he's already promised us things and I don't have a job and I don't have any resources, so what do you expect me to do? So Lizzie is not really giving us any lip service about loving him. No, she's just looking for for someone to be a provider for her resources until she's either able to do it for herself or find somebody else who can provide better resources. I think it might be the latter because yeah. it's been year, years she has been just living off of men right. giving her things based on her mm. showing them her body. Right. And what's really, what you know, what's really interesting about Lizzie, I don't want to say I'm impressed because I'm not happy with the way that she is doing 
things. Mm-hmm. But she's not sleeping with anybody. No, she's not. That she's is absolutely she not. is making bags and bags of money, money and she is not sleeping with anyone. I thought that was very interesting. It's it's very telling about the kind of men she surrounds herself with yeah. or just the kind of people she surrounds herself yeah. with. Yeah. So as of right now, she's headed towards the uh altar. She's not She's just resigned to the fact that Scott's going to be her support, and that's just the end of it. And Scott is just taking these little crumbs. And literally crumbs. Crumbs of, you know, encouragement that she's giving him, and he is just holding tight to it, kind of like Clint and Tracy. Yeah. So, you know. And she forced Scott. Now, he did need the makeover. But she, you know, she as soon as she got out, the first thing she did was she... Cut Scott's hair. She's wanted Scott to get better teeth. She and you know I understand you want your man or your spouse or your partner to look decent, but it's not. I think in a I don't want to say it's not in a positive way, but it's more. I want you to look like my idea of what I think I should have. Exactly. Yeah, and that's. I don't that's, think he's gonna achieve that. I don't think. Oh, I absolutely don't think so. No shade to Scott. I think he's yeah. a fine man. Inside. Inside. <laughs> he is a good person. But, you know, if you're looking for, you know, uh, a Ryan Reynolds. Nah, he's not Ryan. It's not, not nah, happening. Nah, nah, nah. Um, Okay, so we've gone, we've, we've, we've hit on Clint and Tracy, Marcelino and Brittany, and Scott and Lizzie and Caitlin and Megan. I mean, Caitlin and Matt. Matt. So, let's get into it. <laughs> now... It's it, it's technically called Megan and Michael, but there's a third person named Sarah who is very important. So let's just start with Megan. Megan is 28. 28. Megan is 28, and she is a virgin, which I don't find anything wrong with that. Absolutely I People not. would stop messing with virgins. Leave them, leave them alone. Right. Um, Megan is 28-year-old virgin. She's had at least two relationships that have ended in her being cheated on mm. which i hate for her mm. she is just she seems like a sweet girl she, does she seem seems like to a have her girl. head on straight except yeah. for with this particular situation okay so that's megan then we have michael michael is in jail michael is trash Michael's, i'll just go ahead michael i'll just go ahead and let let it out of the bag now michael is michael is trash. a garbage fire yes and Michael has been talking to Megan, and she has been putting all this money on his telephone. I don't know how prison works, okay? There's some books involved. There's commissary. I don't know. But prisoners need money, so you yeah. send it to them. Because Megan paid for his phone? Sure. She paid. Megan paid for something. Megan paid for Megan's paying for too much. Yes. So Megan has that. So while she went to go visit him a couple of times, while they were visiting once uh michael proposed to megan so megan and and michael are quote engaged and megan is doing the most she She has some sort of like sex coach that she skypes (laughs) with and she is literally riding air on the ground simulating sex to try to i don't she's doing a lot but she's preparing (laughs) to lose her virginity to this man when he exits the big house all right so that seems odd enough on its own right yeah but then we are introduced to this woman who we were not we did not know was in the cast we did not know named sarah yes 
Sarah is Michael's wife and the mother of his child. Dun dun dun. And Michael and Sarah got married while Michael was in, in prison. Right. So they had the child and then he went into prison or she got pregnant and he went into prison and then they got married while they were there. And Michael very adamantly, very surely about himself says that Megan is his queen. Megan is his queen. Megan, Megan my, my queen. queen. Megan my queen. And that Sarah is just his wife and he just had to marry her because, you know, he wanted to see his daughter and that's his plan. Well, that's see, his plan. First, let, let's, let's pull over for a second. In this country, if you want to see your children, by law, you can absolutely see your children. I hate it when people use their children as an excuse to be an albatross or <laughs> to hang on to a person and have a toxic relationship. By law, you can see your kids. No one can ever stop you unless you are detrimental to the child's health or their well-being. Mm -hmm. No one can ever stop you from seeing your kids. So when people say to you or when someone says to you, you know, I got to stay with this woman for the kids, they're lying to you. <laughs> they're just staying they're with just that selfish. person because they're comfortable with that person and they're selfish. So Sarah... Is thinking, yay, my husband is finally getting out of jail. We can finally be a whole family together. And Michael is messing up his parole. He's violating parole. Right. And he's missing for some days because guess what? He's off traipsing off seeing Megan, who has no idea that he's married. Now, Megan knows who Sarah is because he has a child. So he knows that Megan knows that Sarah exists as the mother of his child. But right. he has, she has no idea that they're they're legally married. Right. And Michael has some strange, I can't say the word that I want to say, but he's got some strange ways of thinking um, that justify. He Michael is not accountable at all. Oh no, okay, no, 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 he's just like these are the things I have to do to continue to be a selfish pile of garbage. That's that's who Michael is, and he's just like Megan's my queen. I'm only with Sarah because of my daughter. But the whole time he's with Sarah, he's taking Sarah to look at rings. He's telling mm -hmm. Sarah great things, and then when he wants to go see Megan, he literally just starts a fight. He manufactures a fight. Like, you could tell Sarah was like, I don't want to fight with you. Whatever is whatever. Yeah. They went to go look at rings. Sarah said to him, I don't really care. Yes, I have my preferences. But honestly, I'm be happy with whatever you give me because I love you. And Michael is like, what's wrong with y'all? Why y'all always want to wear a ring? Why can't somebody do something different? Why y'all trying to be conventional? And Sarah's like, I don't even understand what you're talking about right now. Why are you trying to pick a fight with me? I just said I would like yeah, any ring. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. She said He I was like, I can't deal with this. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he disappeared. And my other question is, where's all this money coming from? Because we're going on to Niagara Falls. Where, 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 where we He's gotten from? two rings, or yeah. did he get the ring? Did he buy the ring? I think he he brought flowers to he the hotel. Flowers, room. yeah. I don't know where he's getting this. Stuff I don't from. know. Maybe his mom is giving it to him. Maybe. Um, but know. anyway, so uh, we, as of yesterday, mm. the women don't know that the other exists. However, however, Sarah has told us. That she is pregnant with their second child. Baby number two. So, the and why wouldn't she be? First of all, you know, you can say whatever you want to say about the choices that Sarah has made, who she's who she has married. Mm -hmm. But 
They are legally married. Yes. They already have a child together. She yes. has held him down the entire time he's been in jail. She does not have any reason to think that they shouldn't be a family and have another kid. And apparently, from the way Sarah talks, she and Michael have talked about having a second child. Mm-hmm. So, And then when he got home, they did not use any protection. So, Right, because in her mind, that is her husband. So, And in legal, in le- in legally, 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 that's her <laughs> husband, too. So why would he use protection? I just feel bad for Sarah because I feel bad for Sarah. I, I feel, feel bad, bad for, for Megan. Megan because it's just I'm I'm hoping that ladies, if you're ever in the situation where you're between someone like you're being cheated on, rule number one: don't automatically yell at that other woman or that other person. She might not even know you. She exist. may not even know you exist. So it's always his fault, right? So let's put. Let's put the anger where it needs to be put. Now, if she's trifling and she knew about you, yeah. sure, you can now, go, ahead, go after her with a cast yeah. iron, too. But it's always his fault because always. he always knows. He created the problem. So let's stop this mess of I'm going to kick her behind. Let's let's stop it. He did this. And I just feel bad for both of them. Now, you said yesterday that you did not care for Michael's mom, but no. you didn't tell me why. Okay. My problem with Michael's mom... And maybe it's because I'm being too pure. I do not, I don't want to say pure, but I'm looking at it from this standpoint. Morally. Morally. (laughs) If my son is... Ethically. Ethically. Okay, I can go ethically. If my son is doing two women wrong, I'm not going to lie to these girls. And I know I should mind, you know, mom should mind her business. Yeah, but see, I guess because I think of it from the standpoint, I'm a woman and... If my son is trash. If my son is doing something I trash, to tell I'm going to tell Sarah, Sarah, girl, look. My son is trash. My son is cheating on you with another woman, <laughs> and her name is Megan. I have seen a picture of her. Because in the situation with Sarah, we're she, not just talking she about... She talked to her. She FaceTimed her. Yeah. We're not just talking about a situation of just Sarah by herself. We're talking about the a little kid baby, yeah. who has no idea what's going on. Matter of fact, look, when, the, when Michael got out... The daughter kind of looked at him like, I don't know who this is. She was is. very uncomfortable. She did not know who he was. And he wanted she's his little. feelings. His feelings were hurt because she was acting like that. But what do you expect from a child yeah. who doesn't know who you are? I mean, she's, what, maybe one? If she's one? I, I don't know how old she is. But she's very one-ish. young. One-ish. She's Two-ish. very young. Toddler age. She's toddler age. She's young. And I'm like, Mom, how can you just sit there? And just say, okay, I'm. this ain't my business. Well, then I would tell my son, look, if this is how you plan to do things, keep me out of it. I don't want to meet anybody. I don't want you because I'm going to tell somebody. Well, mom, mom said, I'm not telling anybody unless they directly ask me. See, I would say something even without that. Because See. I don't like it when, I just don't think it's fair to have information like that and watching these two women what Be I, in the middle, what I will mess. give to her is that she did try to talk to her son rationally and she say, did. you need she to did. get rid of your girlfriend. You need to make it work with your wife. Now, maybe he doesn't need to make it work with Sarah because I, he, he already said, and I quote, I'm infatuated with women. <laughs> Yeah. When a man says he's infatuated with women, he's probably not the settle down type. No, 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 no he's not going <laughs> to. So, do that. but you know, Sarah's already in it. 
She's I mean, already she in it. She's already really married, and she's already got one child with him, one on the way. So she's in there. I'm not saying she's got to stay there. No, she doesn't. But she, if she's got, if she's going to get out of this, there's a briar patch that she has to get out of. Whereas right. Megan can literally walk away cleanly. Megan, so Megan's dad and brother have both been on the show, and they mm-hmm. are not supportive at all. And I feel sorry for Megan because she's getting played again for like the third time and this time it's public. Right. And I don't think that's right. Michael is the problem. Honestly. Michael is the problem. Now both of these girls probably had some red flags that they ignored. Yes. And you know for one thing like for instance Megan. Megan went to go see Michael when he got released. He let her get all the way to the airport. She was checking in at the kiosk to get her ticket and he calls her and is like don't come get me. Don't come. You waited till she got all the way to the airport and she paid this money for this ticket that's probably non-refundable to tell right. her with no explanation. Well, don't worry about it. I got something planned for us later. Ah, 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 ah. No. no. What, what? Like, no. No. And then, you know, they spend this one night together at the hotel and he takes her virginity. She gives her virginity Did to you? him. And let's all cross our fingers collectively that they use protection. Now, I'm going to say that's 50-50. But... And then he disappears. So Megan's not, she's not working on all her cylinders either because this man is telling you and giving you all these good, you know, all these like little glass, you know, rosy glasses scenarios. Mm -hmm. And then he's gone for days. And then when you say, I'm coming to see you, he's like, uh, 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 well, uh, you can't come see me right now because my mom is going to be here. My sister. And she was like, well, you can introduce me to them. He's just like, well, when you got a hemming and hauling man who comes in and out of your life, who can't be found at times. Think about that. That's a red flag. Yes. He's juggling more than just you. Exactly. Just... I, like I said, I think probably why Megan pursued Michael or a man in Michael's situation was because in her mind, he can't go anywhere. He's in it's prison. It's the same as Scott and Lizzie. It, it is. It is. I know he's not going to go anywhere because he's Who's in prison. Who's going to cheat on me Who's going to cheat on me in prison? Well, which is another, mm, that's another <laughs> Hello. story. Hello. 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 But, that's you know, and, you know not, not knowing that he's got a whole wife. Got a whole wife and a family outside. A prison. I just really feel bad for Megan. Megan, girl, get your coat, get your hat, and just leave. You don't have to be in this. Sarah, girl, I wish you good luck because you. this is going to be a mess. Yeah, so I wish everybody on Love and Lock Up good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to wrap this up. We're running out of time. But um, to I will say this. I will say to Clint, to Brittany, to Megan and Sarah, to Scott, and to Caitlin. I wish you well. Good luck, y'all. Good luck. Remember, therapy is real. You can get help. Talkspace.com. Talkspace.com. We're not even sponsored. We're not. (laughs) Talkspace.com, honey. Get you some help. You don't have to do this. Again, it was a pleasure having you here, Dominique. I hope we do it again. <laughs> this has been fun. Yes. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and wrap it on wrap up. It do you up. have anything you want to say before we leave? Therapy is real. Therapy is real. Therapy is if real. If you feel like you need therapy, don't yes. be ashamed to don't go get it. Don't be ashamed to get some help. And love you and love yourself. Love you guys. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye-bye. You and this
You good? All right. Okay. So, um, Wednesday, uh-huh. I sent you a text. Yes. And it said, we forgot to rate the snack. We sure did. <laughs> I think what's terrible is that we recorded on last Saturday. I didn't even realize it until Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. When, so, four days later. Yep. That's, yeah, we tend to do that. We get off subject and off topic and so forget what we're supposed to be doing. We sometimes. literally drove the car off of the road. Yes. Into the grass. Oh, yes. Into the woods. I'm telling you. Off a cliff. That's like that Never scene to from return. Secret Window. I mean, that scene from Secret Window, Johnny Depp has his elbow in there and he gets stuck in there and it goes off the cliff. That's what happened. Is that the movie where he was eating all that corn? Yes. Yes, I love that What was movie. up with that? It was a good movie. It was. I saw both. it, but I don't remember. What was up with the corn? Okay. And the so, butter. Okay. Did so, he have butter? Yes. Yeah. So what happened, he wrote a story. He's a writer yeah. in the movie. And he wrote this story where he killed his wife. Well, he didn't kill her, but their marriage ended. And this person from his subconscious basically... His schizophrenic, you know, when you have schizophrenia, you get his people that talk ego to you. Yeah, his, his alter ego, yeah. his alter ego, ego came and said, "Look, you stole my story, and I want you to finish the ending correctly." Okay. And they went back and forth, and all these shenanigans and hijinks ensued. And then, basically, what the alter ego wanted him to do was kill his wife. So he killed his wife and her new boo boo husband boo thing whatever and he buried them in the backyard and grew corn on top of it oh right so the corn represents him i guess starting anew okay something with ears of corn with ears of corn Uh and he put all that butter on and he just started eating corn but the dead body the decomposing body of his wife and her boo thing but you know it's also kind of weird because when you think about it yeah you're basically eating ground you're basically eating piece of produce that's enriched by the decomposing body of your former spouse do you think that would be delicious and tasty it depends on it depends on if no. your spouse no. all right no well you asked now you, you won't let me answer the question we don't eat de- decomposing people i'm just saying like i'm sure like in general like people Yes, I'm sure it would be delicious just because you become <laughs> nitrogen or whatever. But I would imagine that, like, people taste different in real life, right? No. I get, well, I guess there's a difference between fresh and decomposing flesh. But no, I'm just saying, like, depending on, like, your diet and, like, your chemi- your body chemistry or whatever. I'm assuming if you <laughs> licked someone... They can taste different. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write the snack. Okay. Can we write the snack, please? All right. Hit cookies. <laughs> um, from a scale of zero to ten, what would you rate these hit crackers that we ate, cookies that we ate They're a week biscuits. ago? Excuse me, biscuits. Um, I would rate them probably a seven. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. Okay. I really do. They're like, they're delicious. And earlier this week, I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was describing the hit cookie. Uh, biscuit. Excuse See, me. See, now you're calling them cookies. Right. Mm. And Get your life right. I know. And it, the Ritz cracker, the idea of the Ritz cracker with Nutella on it is perfectly accurate. 
mm-hmm. and she perfectly understood that. She was like, I've done that. Those must be delicious. And they have a buttery taste. They do have a little buttery taste to them. Mm-hmm. So I gave them about seven. I enjoyed them. Okay, cool. That makes me feel better because I also gave them a seven. Yay! And I was afraid that you would be disappointed that it was a lower than what I thought you were going to give them. Mm-hmm. But now that we're on the same page, yes. They uh-huh. were really good. The one thing... When the first time I ate one, I don't know if I've ever had them before last week. Honestly, I thought I had because I've eaten almost every kind of cookie biscuit. biscuit. Sorry. But um, the it crumbled almost immediately. So I took off like a point because of the consistency. However, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be dumped. So I think oh. that if you had the milk or the coffee or the tea or whatever, okay. that that would bump up my rating. But we we're not rating it on that. We no, have to rate it naked. It we have to rate it naked. And naked is naked a seven. Naked biscuits are delicious. Naked biscuit, yeah, it's a seven. And also, I was I thought that the biscuit itself would have been sweet, and it wasn't as sweet as I thought it was going to be. So I was like, okay, they could have gone one of two ways. They could have either made a sweet biscuit. Mm-hmm. Or they could have put salt on it. Either way, it would have been good. They didn't do either one of those no, things. They didn't. It was just they a didn't. plain biscuit. It was just a plain regular biscuit, which I think was better because if it had been too sweet, if it had been like sweet too, mm-hmm. it would have been too much. Cause See, you know, I think I would have been okay with the, really? having a little sweet biscuit. Yeah, because you know, like with mm-hmm. Nutella, like if you put Nutella, I think I'm going to ask people to call me sweet biscuit. I like that. All right, now I want you to understand everything that goes with that too. <laughs> I want. I don't. I don't want to get any text text messages. Do you know what this person called me? Call me sweet, sweet biscuit. biscuit. And he told me I like butter it. in the bit. See, I mean, you're leaving yourself open for too <laughs> many. No, no. AKA sweet biscuit. No, you could call yourself. I don't even want to call yourself sweetness because people are gross <laughs> and weird. People are gross and weird. Why don't we just go with your, what your government name is? I like. I like that better. I'm gonna go with sweet biscuit. Let's okay. see how that works out. All right, little biscuit. No. Okay. You're not. You're not a soup. All right. Well, <laughs> little bit. I'm gonna no. try. I'm trying. Uh, yeah. All right. So are you cool? Are you cool with that rating? I'm good. With so that. you're good with it. So you wouldn't want it any sweeter. No. So what? What were the three points off for? Like, why didn't you give it a ten? Well, the crumbliness that was a little bit of an issue for me. Right. That's just all on your chest. Yeah, because chest the, and lap destroyed. And the thing about it is, I don't like cookies. And this is going to sound real crazy, but I don't like biscuits or cookies that after a while they'll go stale. And I have a sneaky suspicion that after a while, leave, well, let's find out. Don't most cookies go stale? Yeah, but not like this. You mean like you meet like quickly? Yeah, like let's find out. Yes, these are the same cookies from last week. You ain't need that. I would have destroyed those by now. Nah. You're, you're better disciplined now. Yeah, I'm better disciplined now. My back sliding is. That still See, seems pretty crisp. Yeah, but it didn't crumble as much either. It didn't. Oh, well, maybe that's it. You need to eat it when they're stale. Well, oh, and okay, you literally put that in your mouth. And it fell apart. And it came out of your mouth. Well, yeah. Well, okay. all right. So, so your theory. My theory is not true. All right. Yeah. Another, excuse me, <laughs> podcast land people. <laughs> Gotta get your bites in. Uh-huh, like yeah. <laughs> Another thing I didn't like about it, it was a little too big. I like that it about it. It was a little it. too big. Oh my God, <laughs> that cookie was, big. oh, I love biscuit. 
I like the size. Well, see, you know, I'm an Oreo kind of girl. So, you know, I like my cookies kind of that size, you know, Mm-mm. silver dollar, no, maybe I a want hair a, bigger. I want a big biscuit. You want a big biscuit? Mm-hmm. I like the size. You like that the didn't size? bother me. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just. Seven is good. I mean, we like oh, yeah, it. Seven yeah, is good. But yeah. I just didn't know. I, because when you suggested it, it almost sounded like it was one of your favorites. And so when you well, gave it a seven, I was a little curious. But now I know. Yeah. My my actually my absolute favorite cookie or biscuit is a tie between Thin Mints and Oreos. Why didn't you suggest Oreos? Because I can't have just one Oreo. I would have eaten that whole bag in front of you. Would have we would have been talking. I'm like, yeah. I would have so, just brought one. Yeah. So I would have brought one. How would you feel about if I would have just brought you one Oreo? And I would have smacked you. I <laughs> <laughs> right. bring one Oreo. All right. You cool? I'm good. Hits across the board. Across the board. Seven. Seven for hits. Woo! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.